0: Hello, welcome to Atta Bryant Systems, I'm Scott Bryant, your host, and what I'm going to talk to you today about is the biggest, five biggest fitness lies in the personal training industry and the fitness world in general. So the first lie is about online training. Now, online coaching, if you were coaching somebody for diet and lifestyle, without having to exercise them would definitely work. I've just heard a podcast where a guy is saying 95% of workouts online are brilliant. Now, this is nonsense. If you're not palpating, touching, seeing and breathing with that client, you can't really give them a good program. So really what you're doing, you're bastardizing yourself and making yourself look bad. But it'll be a difference if you had a client that you was working with and they went away for three weeks and they still wanted you to train them online, then maybe that would work because you've been with that client, you know what their problems are, so you can talk them through what they're doing. But when I surveyed my clients and said how many of you would like an online program, they all said no. Said I spend too much time online when I'm at work because I'm on the computer all day. Uh, And I'm on my phone all day as well. So I want a break from that. That's why I come to see you in the gym, Scott. So I've got over 20 years of experience. So I'm only talking from my own experience. If you think differently, then please comment and please send me an email. So online online programs, I don't think works. Online coaching works with diet lifestyle and uh, lab testing and stuff like that. Uh, So the next fitness line number two is you need more tools in your toolbox. You don't need more tools in your toolbox. The basic YMCA Premier courses are good enough but if you want to specialise then you need to do more courses. So I'm a specialised check practitioner which I qualified in 2012 and started studying the check system in 2003. So that's a lot of, lot of work I've done and I've studied every course that Paul was bought out. But sometimes when you do the courses, you may not make a return on your investment. Lucky enough for me, every course that I've done, I've always made the money back. So really think about that. And you've got to think about is this course going to be good for me for the next 20 years is it highly recognized do people want this sort of knowledge that i've got so these are the things that you really need to think about before you're doing a course so in my mentoring program i recommend the trainers that i work with to read as many books as they can And if they feel that their knowledge is low or lacking, then maybe do one course a year. You don't need to do a course. You know, I've met other Czech practitioners and they're doing a course every couple of months. And then they're not using the information fully or uh, being able to understand the information fully because they're jumping from course to course. So it's really important that you stick to the one program and the one philosophy. And that's what I did with the Czech system and went through the whole lot until I'd done my Shaman course, which was two years after finishing the Czech practitioner work. So I hope that gives you an insight on tools in your toolbox. And I've got hundreds of tools in my toolbox. I only probably use about 10 of them. But I will go back into them if there's an issue with a certain client or something that I need to address where I need to get the dusty tool out of the toolbox. But really, is that good for business? It can be or could be. So, you know, we could have a debate about that. The next uh, biggest fitness lie is owning your own gym. Now, there's a multitude of gyms in London where I am and up and down the country where you can pay your rent, you pay your rent, you do your training, you go home. A lot less stress, a lot less chance of you going bankrupt and a much easier way to work. If you own your own facility, it's a good dream, but you will have tax, national insurance, business rates, uh, marketing fees, and then getting people in the door on a regular basis. And all the trainers are trying to go, oh, I can help you with this, oh, I can help you with that. But the first thing I look at is what is your experience? How many gyms have you opened up and made successful? And not when I search, where's your gym? Oh, I've sold it, which is bullshit. So really remember this, there's lots and lots of people in the fitness industry lying and bullshitting to you, to get your money. So be very, very careful. The next uh, fitness marketing or fitness, biggest fitness lie is Facebook. Now Facebook is the most expensive place to advertise now online. It's the most complex place to advertise online. It's really confusing. And every time your ad gets, gets shown, you get charged. Not every time there's a click. Every time it's shown. So whether they've clicked on it or not. Doesn't matter. You're still going to be charged. So really be careful with Facebook. And the companies that have rang me three times. And I'm getting really hacked off of it. Oh we can do a fitness marketing campaign for you on Facebook. Oh how much experience you got? Oh three weeks. How many clients? How many trainers have you got on the books? Oh three. So. Them type of people I don't want to work with. I want to work with people with huge amounts of experience that can back up their claims of how many clients and leads they've got for their new trainer. Provided they're charging more than £80 an hour. Because if you're charging less than £80 an hour, it's much more easier to get clients than what it is when you go up the the fee rate so 80 pounds is hard 100 pounds is harder 150 pounds is even harder 200 pounds is really really hard so you just got to remember that that when it comes to Facebook marketing is somebody gonna book you for 80 pounds an hour off of Facebook I don't think so so you really need to think about that the next fitness personal training lie is protein powders now I used to take protein powders when I was in my 20s, when I was naive and misinformed, but now I just eat protein. If you look at Eugene Sandow and look at the physique he's got, I know he's dead now, but if you look at his physique, how ripped he was and the weight he was lifting was phenomenal. And a lot of the big, bigger lifters in the 1800s and you know, back in the 30s and the 20s had phenomenal physiques. There was no protein powders around then. There weren't no supplements around then. All there was was gargantuan lifting on a regular basis, heavy training. That's all there was. So I know the science has improved and they say, like, for my age, I need five grams of protein for every kilo, every pound I weigh. Uh, But I've still seen good growth. I've still seen good strength just through eating regular food when i'm hungry as long as your digestion is working really well and your body's utilizing all the vitamins and minerals out of your food and the protein if you're chewing your food 30 times i can't see the need for protein supplements but obviously the companies are in business to make money so they will uh, dupe you into buying protein powders so that's my little rant on the five biggest fitness personal trainer lies online training courses your own gym facebook and protein powders hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast please leave a, a message or send me a message to my website if you'd like to buy my book uh, holistic health for proper geezers classy ladies get the body and fitness you want you can buy it on apple you can buy it on itunes you can buy it on audible or you can buy it on amazon so thank you very much for listening to me today Uh, if you're going to send me a message make sure you put in the message the five biggest fitness lies and we can have a chat about it thanks very much bye-bye